Welcome to the CRE Advantage. Thank you for joining another episode of our program. My name is Charles Williams. I am the managing member and owner of Pioneer Realty Capital. Uh, today, we are very privileged to have a guest um, who's going to tell us something that's exciting about the commercial real estate industry. So today we have with us Mr. Adam Soslowitz, um, and I tried my best not to mess that up. Uh, but Adam is the director with Lexi, and he's going to explain what that's all about. But it's an exciting technology uh, that's being brought into the commercial real estate space, and we certainly look forward to, uh, to learning more about it and how, uh, what impact that we think uh, this technology might have on the commercial real estate space. Um, so with that being said, um, Adam, it's certainly a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining our program. Appreciate you having me on, uh, and I love to talk about what Lex is and what we're doing and, and how we're hopefully going to be changing the real estate world. Well, perfect. Well, certainly looking forward to the conversation. Uh, before we get into uh, Lex and talking about Lex, um, tell us a little bit about you, uh, your background, a little bit of your bio. Um, help, help our audience get to know who you are. Sure. Yeah. So I've been in real estate my, my whole career young career. Um, I'm always fascinated by the idea of real estate as an asset class, a tangible asset class, uh, something a lot different than, you know, your other asset classes that are a little bit more complex with financial statements and stuff like that. Um, so I started my career over at Fitch Ratings covering CMBS, conduits, uh, CRE, CLOs, all of that. So it was kind of a, an early stage uh, blend of the securities world and the real estate world. Um, and then I, I've known the founders of Lex for a while, been friends with them, and I knew about the concept that they were trying to create uh, back as early as 2017. Um, so I, I was able to hear a lot of the, the early stage ideas of what they were trying to do, uh, which is open up real estate to everybody in, in a true purest form um, and, and create a, a real estate securities marketplace. And I was excited about it. I joined right away. Um, and I'm now in the director of the real estate team here. Uh, we're, we're leading uh, a fantastic group of, of professionals and, and hopefully going to be creating what is going to be the standard for commercial real estate securities uh, going forward. Wow. Okay. Very good. Well, I have a lot of questions about this, so, uh, so bear with me. Um, and, and now many in our audience um, are, some are very sophisticated and understand the capital markets primary markets, secondary markets. Um, some are not. Uh, so, so I may ask a question that uh, may seem somewhat simple, uh, but it's for the benefit of our audience. Um, and uh, with regards to, you mentioned real estate securities. Um, it, it, what's a real estate security? Yeah, so that's taking real estate as an asset and, and creating this, this, uh, fixed income product, so to speak, uh, where the income is coming tied to the real estate asset, the leases in place, the contractual leases in place, the money flowing from real estate. And when you think about a real estate security, two things really come into play. Um, REITs and CMBS is pretty much the, the only securities that you can really think of uh, in, in the public equity or public debt form. And what we're trying to do is create a commercial real estate security 
for the public equities market that actually isn't REITs and is in its purest form ownership of the underlying real estate. Okay. So um, with the one advantage that may uh, come from this, or you tell me, uh, from having uh, this security in its purest form, uh, does that necessarily mean higher returns and less fees uh, to the actual investor? Or how does that benefit the actual investor? Yeah, so the, the securities that we are, are working to put onto our trading platform um, are stable real estate cash flowing assets. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you're thinking of the real estate in, in the development sense or, or redevelopment sense or value add sense, there's that huge pop at the end on the disposition. Mm-hmm. And you, you calculate that using your IRRs and stuff and you get these annualized returns. And those are, you know, double digit returns, usually higher because of the disposition side where you're capturing the value. Mm-hmm. What these securities are fundamentally tied to is actually the cash flow. So just the yield, the annual yields, almost like a dividend you would look at with, with, a, with a stock. So mm-hmm. what we're looking at is these stable assets that are providing cash flow yields to the investors as a way for them to invest in real estate as an asset class, diversify their portfolio, to build out their own portfolio of real estate, and to invest alongside these real estate developers who have done all of the work getting the asset to where it is, where it's giving them the cash flow. Okay, good. So, uh, so if I'm an individual, now let me ask this question, and I have a lot of questions going through my mind. So this uh, platform, um, who is the target customer or target user of the platform uh, on both sides of the exchange? Mm-hmm. Sir, sure. so on the uh, real estate owner side, mm-hmm. we're targeting really all of the real estate owners. So, so the institutional real estate owners, public-private REITs, uh, family offices, all of them that have a portfolio of assets at any point in the, in the deal life cycle where they want to recapitalize their equity. This is, it's in an essence, a recap on the equity mm-hmm. using the public equities markets. And this is allowing them to, to capture that value of the asset at that point of time. Mm-hmm. So for example, with, with, with REITs, REITs always trade at, at huge discounts to NAV. Right. Because the public markets don't fully appreciate the true value of the underlying assets. Mm-hmm. Too far removed from it, there's not enough disclosures. And it's, it's a portfolio of, of, of assets. Mm-hmm. What this is able to do is actually capture that value at that point of time to the public markets for them to realize the value in that asset and mm-hmm. on as the owner operator of the deal going forward. So they're still going to be capturing, you know, their property management fees and all of that. But now they've already captured the, the value that they created over the past three to five years in that value add process. So the target audience is really for anyone that wants to realize the value of the property that they've done the work in, you know, they put the sweat equity in, but stay on the deal because they may like the asset. They don't want to sell it because, you know, their, their LP partners have a three to seven year window where they need to get the money back. They want to stay on and hold it. So this is a way for them to capture that value and stay on in the deal and still control the asset. Without necessarily having to sell Correct. Without having to sell the entire asset. Okay. So the investors, this is open to, and this is the interesting part about it, the, the way that we structure this, mm-hmm. 
open to accredited and non-accredited investors, mm -hmm. spectrum of investors that are able to invest into this uh, security. So this is not a private placement where we're using the Reg D, which is to the accredited investors. It's not any sort of 144As or anything like that. Um, this is an, an open investment at the initial offering stage, meaning day one, any investor can invest as little as $100 into an individual real estate asset. And what that's allowing is all of those excited, young uh, uh, investors that want to get into real estate, but can't crack into it because they don't have large enough check sizes, they don't have the connections, and they don't really know how to get their foot in the door into this. Hmm. Okay, so now let's talk about valuation of the uh, asset of, or the security. <clears throat> and, and I'm going to uh, ask this question uh, from this standpoint. So basically, you're valuing the asset based on cash flows from that property. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so um, now is this value a fixed value from the time that you put the project on the platform or is, is it a value that fluctuates uh, based on annual reporting? So for instance, you know, you get quarterly reports on the stock and, and that value of that stock is going to, you know, it's going to go up and down for a number of reasons, you know, supply and demand. For, yeah, but, but certainly if the cash flow from that business goes down, the book value of that asset of that stock uh, generally goes down. So now how does that work when we're trying to value uh, commercial real estate? Sure. So in the initial offering stage, we work with the owners um, okay. getting the price to go to market with in the initial offering point. Mm -hmm. So we get, you know, third party appraisal reports that are a good benchmark for it. And we do the analysis on the market. So if they think that they want to sell it for 30% you know, higher than, than what the, the, the market value would be for a cash of a similar asset class in a similar market, it's not going to go well with the public markets. You can see this in, in just the regular uh, IPOs of companies where companies are trying to go public and the public markets are laughing at them because they're not profitable and the valuations are excessively high. So we work with them because we're on both sides of it, working with the real estate owners and on the investors, making sure that the valuation fits the expectation of that sort of return or that asset in that particular market. Okay. So now does your uh, company, does Lex serve as the underwriter uh, for these? Yes, correct. So we are the intermediary uh, in the whole process. So we don't actually put money into the deals. We act as the underwriter, the placement agent, um, for the initial offering. So we are a broker dealer. Um, we act in the broker dealer capacity um, and we work with them. We, our, our fees to them is just on the placement fee, mm -hmm. getting a pop. Uh, it's it's uh, best efforts basis. Um, so, so there's no firm commitments on our end where we're putting it on our balance sheets um, and we're going out and, and we're getting the book order for, for the investors who were lining up to invest in this. And mm -hmm. we are using uh, Reg A so there's a lot of great benefits to using Reg A, one of them being the testing the waters phase of the, the process, which allows us to get uh, non-binding indications of interest in these securities prior okay. to qualification of the security with the SEC. Okay. So, so you have commitments oftentimes when you're bringing an asset to market, 
you have those commitments, uh, non-binding. Right. Non-binding, non-binding commitments, so to speak, saying that an interested party uh, at that price point with that yield willing to invest if the offering went out at that price. Okay. Now, what would you say the general profile of investors who are looking to invest in these uh, securities? If you were to create a profile, what would that look like? Yeah, we're really targeting the retail investor. Okay. Person who has maybe a couple hundred to a couple thousand dollars that they want mm-hmm. to, to real estate. Um, and, and they, and they, want to get involved in real estate and the only thing that they're seeing is REITs and it's this nasty thing that they don't want to get in they don't really understand it they don't really know what real estate is underneath it but they know they want to get into real estate um i, I always remember having conversations with friends saying let's pool money together invest into you know a, a two-family thing and, and and just go from there right that's where you want to get started people don't know how to get it started but they are interested and, and you see that now with, with the retail investors on, on apps like Robinhood and, and Public and all of that, where they're interested in investing. They want to invest in things. They just have the ability to. And what we want to do is give them that ability to invest in real estate, to do the due diligence that any real estate investor is doing. So we're providing them with an extraordinary amount of disclosures on mm-hmm. assets something that you would never see in private placement, something you would never see in, in any sort of regular private equity deal um, to get to the bottom line of, of what they're actually investing in. So uh, I guess my question is um, oftentimes the retail investor uh, would probably be the most unsophisticated investor. Um, and, and that's true with most securities uh, certainly securities that are tied to commercial real estate. Uh, we, we use terms like NOI and debt coverage ratio and uh, return on yield. And, um, and I would imagine as one would go through your disclosure, uh, those are some of the terms that are used. Um, is there any effort uh, in your organization to uh, provide a source of general education uh, so that that retail investor understands what they're looking at when they see that uh, prospectus or that offering? Absolutely. Yes. So we are working hard um, to get not only just fact sheets, um, our, our engineers are doing a lot of work uh, putting on those little like eye icons on our website mm-hmm. to help explain certain terms um, in, in layman's ex- expressions. So that way the, the retail investor who we understand is not going to be sophisticated um, in understanding a lot of these terminologies to give them a little bit of help in understanding what they're doing. And also on each of these different uh, security offerings that are on, on the platform, uh, there's a lot of different tabs that go over a lot of different information and they get to choose what they want to see. So the summary tab is just a nice rolled up version. It's a pretty picture. It's location. It's the asset class. It's who's owning and operating it. All of that general information. And that might be enough for, for a retail investor. I mean, they're right. investing on impulse in, in the stock market now. Um, <laughs> see an asset that they recognize. So we're actually building out a pipeline right now of pretty recognizable assets, mm-hmm. some major markets. And if you're somebody who lives in a New York City or Chicago or something, and you see an asset that's, that's on the platform and you recognize it, you may actually feel more inclined to invest in it. A sense of community, a sense of ownership of, of the market that you're in. Uh, you're able to invest in. Okay. Well, very good. Um, 
you know, that, that uh, I asked that question about education because that's one of the reasons we created this podcast uh, to try to talk about terms and, and uh, promote uh, an environment where folks are free to ask questions about things they don't understand. Uh, we also have our school, our PRC School of Commercial Mortgage Finance uh, that, that explains all of that uh, because uh, I think in terms of um, investment opportunity, uh, real estate has characteristics that um, paper assets generally don't have. Uh, and one is that, that secured component. Um, it, there's a tangible component associated with that security uh, that you can go touch, feel, see, uh, see it literally making you money. But I do have a question. Um, so I know there's the initial public offering uh, for that security where you're raising capital. I come in as a retail investor, I'm, I'm gonna buy, but I'm buying that security um, for two reasons. One, because of that cash flow that may come in the form of a dividend, right? Um, and then two, uh, I want the value of my security to go up so that I might be able to exchange it uh, for a profit at some point in time. Now, does your platform, uh, does it allow for that? Absolutely. So the secondary market that we are building out and we are proud to have just announced our partnership with NASDAQ, okay. the uh, powering force behind our uh, uh, trading system. What that's going to allow is for investors to buy, sell, and trade in seconds on each individual asset that they are investing in. Wow. So hold periods uh, where you have to wait for the owner to sell the property to get that uptick. You can actually sell it at a higher valuation if the supply and demand calls for it on the public equities marketplace that we are creating. Well, that, that, that's phenomenal. So, uh...